0: Hey everybody, it's the Jersey Hardwood Podcast, sponsored by our friends at LG Insurance. It's episode number eight. I'm Steve Titchener on my lonesome again here, but we will have Matt Laughlin and John McAlevey back for sure on the show. It's just as well, this will be a bit of a Rutgers rant uh, on this show because um, just an abysmal performance uh, on Wednesday night. Uh, at the rack uh, for Rutgers in a game that really, I mean, look, it's a it, the season's been pretty bleak, but it was a must-win if you wanted any shot, you know. I mean, as you know, Coach Peichel in his press conference said, "There's a lot of season left," and yeah, there is. But boy, um, it was uh, just a bad performance. Now, you know, Mike Rhodes, uh, head coach for Penn State, he came over and Shrewsbury left and went to Notre Dame, right? So. You know, he had to scramble, you know, a lot of, uh, he had to go to the portal and a lot of, a lot of players left and look, he, he assembled a, a, you know, a pretty good team and he's obviously a pretty good coach. I mean, look, they're, they're going to be the bottom half of the big 10 and they're by no means a a good team in the big 10, but look, uh, they played very good defense. I'll say that. Um, I was saying it while I was watching, I said, boy, they're awfully handsy and that's what I heard. From Jerry Recco in the post game, and, and then Peichel in the uh, in his post uh, his conference uh, as well. So yeah, and, and that's what you saw there. They were you know disciplined defensive team. They were quick, and look, I mean, as a team like uh, with the offensive punch that Rutgers had, which is none. Um, that that's a problem, and uh, it was a problem. The thing here is, though, is it was a rock fight. Okay, so okay, we're gonna have a rock fight with Penn State here, and I was just surprised. As like, okay, even even though they were up two at the half, I thought this is no problem. I mean, Rutgers will get this game. They'll, you know, maybe they'll win by six or whatever. But uh, Rutgers is at home. This is gonna work out. And I just surprised to see Penn State pull away really in, in what was an abysmal half of basketball. It was the worst half of basketball. I've seen really in the Pikel era they were they were just terrible. They, yes, Penn State's a very very good defensive team, and Rutgers play good defense too. Come on, Penn State can't score. We know this, and and so how they came away with a sixty-one forty-six win it just baffles the mind. It really does. It's just this season's been a long haul, and, and it's been tough. I will say back to this handsy thing, and I'll, I'll I'll do you know thirty seconds on the refs. But look, you know I, I get it. They're going to collapse on Cliff because. You know, Rockers isn't shooting well, so why not? But I mean, come on, they are practically mugging him down there, and then he walks with the ball. They they call him on a walk, but I mean, he got clobbered. I mean, I mean, and it happened a few times. I mean, come on, you know, uh, you know, the handsy folks blow the whistle, all right. But it's not the reason why they lost. They lost because they couldn't hit shots uh you know they didn't necessarily play bad defense either they just didn't hit shots well I would say in the second half they were just I don't know almost like they quit it was was strange um and then you know the second half at one point I mean Hyatt and Mag are on the bench and you got you got Palmquist loping around out there it's like what what's happening here and you know Michael said that he wanted guards on the um guards on the uh, on the court because the to play with this type of defense that Penn State was playing. But, I mean, the, the, the guard play was has been abysmal. And, yeah, okay, Jamichael Davis had a decent game, and Gavin Griffith seems to be getting his feet under him, which is kind of exciting, too. So those are good points, but it was a terrible game. It's hard to pull anything out of that. It really is um, anything positive. And, uh, and I don't know what's going on with Mag, um, if, if he's hurt. You know, if his knees sore or something like that, whatever it is. I mean, what one rebound and zero points for Mag, and he's been lost. He hasn't been. Around. And and by the way, you know, they battled. They battled Purdue pretty well. They could have won that game conceivably. And they, you know, they an eight point loss to the number two team in the country with Zach Eady. Come on, they played well. And they played good defense. Now, yeah, the offense again was challenged a bit, and and uh, and and. Purdue pulled it out, but I'm going to argue. Look, if you can if you can hang with that team, and yeah, they're at home. I get it, but if you can hang with a team that good, and look, they've beaten Nebraska. And Nebraska's a good team. They they've beaten Indiana. Okay, this is a, this is a team that's capable of putting wins together. They beat Seton Hall. Okay, this is a team that can that can win. I, I I just, because I'm, I'm not bailing on this season. I know a lot of people are, and like, forget it, let's wait for next year and all that stuff. And as Pykel said, there's a lot of season left. So I'm going to, yes, I'm, this is going to be maddening for a few Rutgers fans. I'm going to run down the scenario again. I'm going to run it down again. I mean, you, they need to now. I mean, this hurt. This Penn State loss hurt because this is the one that you had to pick up. And I'm going to preface this by saying it is, it is highly unlikely and very low odds of this. But they basically look—they got 11 games left, 11 conference games left. Pykele's right; they've got a lot of season left. They got to go eight and three the rest of the way. They go, they're two and seven and ten and ten right now. You go eight and three, you're 18 and 13 and 10 and 10 in the conference, and then you are you're going dancing. That's good enough for an at-large bid. Now, again, is it, is it likely to happen? No, but I'm going to tell you right now that it is still a possibility. There is still a scenario where that can happen. And, again, it has to happen. And, listen, the next two games are really then, – then, then I'll stop the nonsense. I promise you, okay? But, you know, they go to Michigan and they go to Maryland, okay? Got to split that. I mean, Michigan's a bad team. They're a bad team. They're 7-14, and 14, guys. And they're they're actually worse than Rutgers. Now, yes, you got to go to uh, to Chrysler, and yes, it's hard to see this team winning away, doesn't it? I get it. It really is. But you win that game, okay, and then here's a, here's what you've got. You've got to r- win the rest of your home games. Again, I'll argue. You 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 battled Purdue, okay, and came away losing sixty eight to sixty, okay. That alone tells you, and then you've beaten Indiana and you've beaten Nebraska at home, okay? That tells you right there that they can win the rest of their games at home. They, ca- they absolutely can. Yes, Wisconsin's tough. Is, is it absolutely possible it's never going to happen? No. They, they can beat Wisconsin at home. They can absolutely beat Northwestern at home. And Northwestern is a good team. They can beat Maryland at home. They can absolutely beat Michigan at home. We know this. And they can beat Ohio State. They, they, they closed the gap on Ohio State in Columbus and, and had a chance there. They can win the rest of their home games. So then what do you got to do? Well, okay, you got to find three on the road. Okay? I get it. All right, now listen. So you got the game against Michigan coming up here, and then you got Maryland, Minnesota, Purdue, Nebraska, and Wisconsin. What are the two games you're not going to win? You're not going to to win it, Mackey, although. Rutgers has in the past. They're not going to win at Mackey, and you're not going to win at the Kohl Center against Wisconsin. Okay, but you got Michigan, Maryland, Minnesota, Nebraska. And you got to find three wins there. Okay, again, not likely, but not impossible. So I will go. I'll run with Coach Pyke. you know, and then we'll get into Pyke. But you know, there's a lot of season left. And the scenario here for Rutgers is is they got to go eight and three the rest of the way, and I know that's a little laughable for the, after the performance against Penn State, but you know what? I'll stay optimistic and I'll and I'll and I'll hang with this until they're mathematically eliminated from that because it's likely they're not even going to make any tournament. They're not even going to do make the NIT the the way this team is playing. But I'm gonna just leave that out. I'm gonna leave the possibility out there, and um. And 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 that's the scenario, and now with, uh, with 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 Coach Peichel, I mean, you know, really, it's still a very good defensive team if you look at the statistics, but it's not the best defensive team he's had, and it is absolutely the worst offensive team he's had since he's been here. And and, you, and he said this numerous times: "Hey, like, offense is going to take care of itself. We're going to play defense." Well, Coach offense is not taking care of itself it's not taking care of itself if you look at just the stats uh on this at home you're at home and you're shooting 50 percent from the line you're at home and shooting 34 percent you're at home and shooting one from for 17 from three okay now penn state took 23 shots but they hit five of them and i've said this numerous times when you got that big of a disparity that's a huge problem right there You know, you stay and you hit five of your threes. We got a completely different game here. okay? and if you if you stay with Penn State on the three pointers then they're not a good shooting team. Penn State is not a good shooting team. All right. But back to the offense. And, uh, you know, my guy, Anthony, behind me uh, at, at the game, you know, he's he's telling me he's telling me their their rankings nationally. Forget about the Big Ten. They're in the bottom of the Big Ten. OK, na- offensively, but their rankings nationally, 300, 300 something on this, 300 and something on that, 300 something on the next thing. There's only 300 and something teams in the league. I mean, they're they are the bottom of the league offensively in all of the categories. And that's the thing that's really, like, really tough here and, and really head scratching here. It's just is just uh, it is just how bad they are offensively. And um Yes, there's help coming. Yes, you've got exceptional help coming, but there, there's we're playing now, and that's that's then, and, and and believe me, that's that's not. I've said this already. That's not a lock by any means. You know, when the when the Ace Bailey's and the Dylan Harpers get here, it's going to be very exciting, and it'd be interesting to see what the makeup of the team will be, and who comes and goes. Yes, so but you know they say let's work on the freshmen, let's forget about this, and worry about next year now. No, I mean you know I got my season tickets. I'm showing up, and I'll I'll stay locked in here, okay. And I will still keep rooting for this team. And when they're mathematically done, they're mathematically done, okay. But uh, but a very very dismal um, performance and 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 a, and a bummer really, because you know you get that you get that win, and then you got a little juice. You got okay, and then you know maybe maybe you figure out a way to beat Michigan at, at Chrysler on Saturday uh and then okay and then we got something going here but now it's you know but it starts with Michigan on Saturday um again it's just my the time the time to beat Michigan is now the time for a season sweep of Michigan is this year um let's see if that can happen again the way they're playing it's hard to imagine them getting any road wins but uh but we'll we'll hope and then you know what you know, you, you know, and then you have that game, guys. You have that game where you catch a team sleeping a little bit uh, at home and you have just an out-of-sight shooting night and you can steal a game that way. It happens all the time. We see upsets all the time. So that's got to happen. And then they just got to get really mean at home. I've said this already. And I, and I talked about that in the last show when I said it starts with Penn State and then they and then they lay an egg. So um, it's it's not a mystery. What the problem is here? Offensively, they're just a just a very poor shooting team, passing team, everything. The flow, nothing's working there. They really need to work that out, and they need to work out at the rotation. It'd be great to see these freshmen step up, but the, everybody's got to step up. Fernandez has to step up. What he had no points. Um, you know, they, they need uh, Derek Simpson uh, to step up. Uh, Andre Hyatt uh, really. Um, uh, you know, I mean, at one point he you know missed a point blank layup. Um, it's just, and again, yeah, again they missed a bunch of short you know layups and short chip shots and such. They just missed a lot of stuff around the basket again. So I mean, I know I'm a broken record here at this point, but this is kind of the, the, the problem uh, and the challenge with this uh, with this team. You know, it starts again back uh, at the Chrysler Center, um, and and we'll see uh, what they can do there. There's news that Jeremiah Williams may be available. He's the transfer from uh, Iowa State who had to sit out. Um, There's a possibility, but I don't know if that's – I mean, Pike's got struggling with his rotation right now. He doesn't know what to do with his players right now. And you throw another one in the loop, he's supposed to help? I I just don't know how that will all work out, Uh, but they could have another player possibly – uh, and let's see what that can do. But, I mean, they need, to, they need cohesion right now and throwing another player in there. I just don't know uh, how that works, although he's been practicing with the team. So, you know, maybe can offer some minutes and some, some tough defense or something along those lines and then maybe give them a boost. But, um, uh, but the struggles are real for Rutgers. And, um, but I'm not giving up yet. We'll see what they can do in Ann Arbor. And then we go from there. Let's turn it over to Seton Hall. And, man, Seton Hall's going to make the tournament. I'm telling you right now. I mean, yes, they had a three-game three, um, losing streak. But uh, but they beat up on DePaul in Chicago. Kadari Richmond is back. He didn't have a big game. Uh, you know, Dre Davis has been very good lately. Isaiah Coleman playing very well as well. Dawes is doing his thing. And and um, right now they're they're a good team. They're, what, 7-4 and four in the conference, 14-8 and eight overall. And now they go home and play Georgetown. Uh, you know, so um, likely uh, likely going to be 8-4 and four in the conference. I think the Big East is, is probably down a little bit. I mean, then you go to uh, to Philly and you're playing Villanova. It's not the best Villanova team there. Very beatable team. And, uh, I, you know, Holloway's got his team, He got his players playing well. And, you know, and again, I'm going to say just about every show, but, you know, this is the Rutgers beat this team. Um, you know, Rutgers has beat a couple, a, a few pretty good teams this year. It hasn't been a total, total flop here. It hasn't been a total waste. They've shown some ability, folks. Um, but this is Seton Hall's time now. And and look, they're uh they're gonna they're gonna make the tournament. I mean they're probably uh they're probably gonna end up winning close to twenty games and um and they'll be on the top half of the big east, which means they'll get an at large bid. And so, you know, if Rutgers continues their struggles, which seems to be likely, then uh then this 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 um Seaton hall will <laughs> certainly dominate um this show and uh and we did re- do a little review of the other teams too there's not a lot of um a lot of storylines there with the other uh college basketball teams you know princeton's doing their thing it'll be interesting to see how how they uh how it works out for them in, in the tournament because uh they'll get a they'll get a they'll get a higher seed and and they'll be good it's a good team so um, definitely a story in New Jersey basketball is Princeton for sure. But you know the, the Ivy Leagues. I mean, who follows it? I mean, they're 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 the top of the league, um, and the class of it certainly. So we'll see. Um, we'll see how uh, how Princeton uh, continues, and um, and then we'll uh, we'll follow this. We'll follow Walkers. We'll we'll continue to follow Seton Hall. And uh, we'll follow through uh, through through March. So uh, we will have Matt Lachlan and uh, and John McAlevey back uh, in future shows for sure. And, and that'll do it for uh, this week. Thank you again to LG Insurance, our sponsor. And uh, you can check out our site, moresportsnow.com. We got some nice shots on the uh, on the site, and you can get the you can get the podcast on the site, but also on SoundCloud and on. Uh, on uh, Spotify and iTunes and Stitcher and a couple other directories as well. So, so listen up to the show and uh, and we'll catch you all soon. Bye bye.